welcome to Trucking Answers. I'm Mark, your host, and I'm here with Gracie, my co-host, who seems to be sleeping in this morning. Is anyone surprised by that? All right. So here you get the best of trucking news, trucking commentary, and uh, everything else, trucking and other things that we might choose to do from time to time. So welcome, welcome everyone to Trucking Answers, the podcast, as they say. For those of you that don't know me, I am not a lawyer, so anything I say is not legal advice. How about that? All right, but I am a truck driver and have been for 35 years now, around 4 million safe miles, and I've driven all over this country, all 56 continental United States, and I've driven all different kinds of trailers, okay, flats, vans, reefers, and everything, and I'm not saying that you know, like, oh, I'm so great or whatever. What I'm saying is that I'm giving my professional opinion on trucking as a long time, really lifetime truck driver. Okay, so here we go on one thing that I just read here. And uh, truckers flooded the market during COVID. Now they're struggling to pay their bills. Okay, here's the thing about this. And this is the hypocrisy of the news media and the hypocrisy of everything else in trucking. All we get told all the time, hey, there's a trucker shortage, we can't get drivers, we don't know where to get drivers, and now <laughs> drivers can't pay their bills. So which is it? Is there a trucker shortage or are trucking businesses going out of business, as the article says? Well, let's take a look at this and find out what the problem is. Now, on this podcast, I also take some controversial views, but you know what? These are my views, and uh, I think they're valid because they're mine. So, uh there you go. So we first start out with a 39-year-old single mother of three teenagers, okay, who worked already for six years driving as an OTR driver as an employee. Now, let me tell you what. If you are a single parent and you have teenagers at home, you should not be taking an over-the-road job, period. I don't care what people say. I'm a good parent. You're not a good parent if you're not at home with your kids, all right? So you cannot be gone for long periods of time and then say, well, I'm a great parent. No. If you can call your kids to be a good parent, why couldn't I just call them up and be their parent? You'd say, well, Mark, you're not their parent. That's correct. And neither are you. All right. So, so, uh, onto that. And she says, okay, in 20, you know, the COVID times, the, you know, during COVID shipping rates surged. And so she says, look, I decided to strike out on my own. And she bought a brand new $175,000 truck. Now, look, that's not a great plan. Okay, if you're going to get into trucking as an owner-operator, in my opinion, okay, and I'm an employee and always have been, uh, I think you should buy a used truck to get started, okay, a used truck, because of what we're going to find out here in just a minute. <clears throat> so it says that uh, she was taking home as much as $20,000 a month. Yeah, that's correct, because it was super busy, Riding, right? You had the, all these exemptions, and you could just drive. Exactly. I agree. She probably did do good. But the problem is the good times, they don't always last. Right. Like J.J. Walker said. Right. About good times. OK. So uh, and so she says, oh, this is great. My uh, children were able to graduate from high school. While I was in the truck <laughs> and I made it happen. Yeah. By sending them money. So that's pretty good. I could do the same thing. I still go on to that. I still just don't understand people, I guess, who say, I just love my kids so much, so I'm going to leave them and uh, barely see them. All right, so that's pretty awesome. <laughs> because you can be uh, home every day and make the same kind of money that you make over the road. That's why I say that. I very much encourage people that have kids uh, to be home and get a local job. 
All right, but uh, so the problem is, uh, you know, after a while, shipping rates uh, have come down. And so, so now she's got a problem. She says, you know what? I've got a problem. That's a quote. Did you know this fun fact? 15,000 trucking companies have shut their doors since October of 2022. 15,000. You know, most of the trucking companies that started up in the last three years are one truck. That's considered a trucking company by the government. Somebody says, I'm going to buy a truck and uh, get my authority and go out on my own. That is a trucking company. There have been 15,000 of these. And in fact, the vast majority of companies have less than 25 trucks in the United States, by far like 90-something percent. Most companies in trucking are not large companies. So, uh, all right, so there we go. And they're, they say even more, 2,000 more may leave the market just this year because they can't make any money. So our lady that we uh, met at the beginning here says that, you know, from all the money she was making, now she's making $3,300 a month after a fuel prices surge and demand slowed. Guess what? <laughs> you can make a lot more than that as an employee. So what should she do? Get rid of her truck. That's my opinion. So she rode the wave. Now uh, you've hit the beach, so get rid of the truck. Now that wasn't enough to even keep up with her expenses, which included $2,600 in rent. <laughs> Holy crap only. $2,600 in rent. What the heck is that? So she surrendered the truck back to the lender, lost her down payment. She's got a bunch of penalties and stuff she has to pay. Right. And she's going to go back to presumably being a company driver. She sent, uh, she said after the pandemic slowed down, there wasn't a high demand anymore, right? All the people had made money from it that wanted to make money by making up the pandemic. You'll find out I uh, talk about that a lot too. Uh, so I couldn't make money to uh, make the money I needed to make to live. And then fuel prices went up too. Well, so she's not a good negotiator because uh, all these successful owner operators that I know get a fuel surcharge. So as the price goes up, their actual cost of fuel doesn't go up. So, and it really doesn't have to be a surcharge as long as you make enough money to pay the fuel. So, you know, we were getting three, four, not we, right? People getting four, five, eight dollars a mile for loads. That's not happening anymore. And uh, so then uh, the, as they continue, demand surge for drivers because everybody was ordering stuff at home because the government illegally closed stores where you couldn't go to them, um, in my opinion. And so there was a large demand for drivers and the prospect of making six figures, as it says, a wave of workers shifted into the trucking careers. I didn't see that as much as uh, some people did. I really didn't see people transitioning to the trucking. What I did see, which is probably the truth, people leaving their company jobs and becoming owner operators like this lady buying a truck or leasing a truck, you know, and striking out on their own that way, which I don't consider really anything. But, you know, we'll go into that in another podcast. So that's what I saw, really. And uh, that's been the real problem, right? So people were like everywhere on TikTok, which is uh, some kind of social media thing. So I've heard of, right? You kids, you talk about it all the time with all your little trends. They're all boasting about how much money you can make in trucking. Oh, look at this. You know, you can make $80 million in your first year. They actually talk about it. Uh, one video that was posted, which followed a 19-year-old who started a trucking company and made $159,000 in three months. Now, let me tell you this. You can't start your own trucking company at 19 and and be the driver. So is it possible for a 19-year-old to start a trucking company and not be the driver? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So is this a possibility that happened during the pandemic? Maybe. You know, people don't post about 
uh, as much at least about their failures. Okay, so when you see people stand in front of a Lamborghini or whatever, it's just parked in a parking lot. It's not their Lamborghini. So uh, that kind of stuff. Is it possible though? Maybe. And so people are like, well, if a 19-year-old can do it, I can do it. I'm going to tell you this. If some 19-year-old offered me a job trucking, I don't know if I'd drive for him or not. I just don't know. And so people jumped in because of this hype, and they're pushed on social media and everything, and they're like, oh, quick money. And that's the problem, isn't it? People want quick money. Oh, let's go get some quick money. They don't want to work for it. They don't want to take put the time into it. They don't want to do anything for it. They just want it quick and want it right now. Pay me, pay me, pay me. And now we've got a mass exodus out of the trucking industry and people are going out of business. It's a culling of the herd, they said. Even President Joe Biden, in one single moment of clarity, apparently, urged Americans to consider trucking, which I still urge people to consider trucking. Okay, don't get me wrong. I think trucking is a good career. I think it'll last your whole life. I think even if you start driving right now, uh, you don't have to worry about AI and stuff like that necessarily. There's ways around that at the moment. We'll talk about that in a future podcast. But uh, it is still a career that can be um, a good career for anybody. So we'll get into that in a future podcast on uh, how to get started in trucking. All right. So the problem is that, uh, you know, they go on in this article. And we move to another woman. Okay. They have two women in this, which is unusual, only in the fact that there's so few women in the industry. Probably rightly so. Their women are smarter than men. Uh, it's just how it is okay we do the stupidest things and uh, women generally are smarter than us so so they talk about another woman and she's from atlanta and she was working in the nightclub scene and she's like i I got too much of this going on and she only spent four thousand dollars for a three-week commercial driver course and they they posted like a three-week course like that's unusual okay when i went to truck school in 1988 it was three weeks okay so four thousand dollars anymore not a bad price if you can find it for four grand that's pretty good that's pretty good i'm seeing it for you know seven to ten thousand dollars here in the midwest at places that i've talked to uh what i've called to find out about it so four thousand pretty good deal look that's way less i live here at home of purdue lafayette indiana uh purdue is way more than that and uh, you it takes you a lot longer than three weeks and you come out of there with some useless degree so and she immediately got a job with a trucking company and made great money right of course because you can go out and make good money right away in trucking that's the thing of it in just a few weeks you can change your life she enjoyed the travel and independence of the job and it doesn't say whether she has a family or not so hopefully she's single and i think over the road driving for a single person is a really, really good way to stack the cash, as they say, stacking that paper. That's what the kids say today. So when she has videos about her truck and everything, of course, and she uh, talks about it and everything. But the problem is, she says in the past year now, the past year, is this is this what people are finding out? All right, so she saw her weekly pay drop to less than $1,200, <laughs> okay? Guess what? <laughs> I make more than that as a local driver, a lot more than that. And she, well, yeah, but Mark, you've been driving a long time. Okay, we have a guarantee that's more than that. If you just started, and we will take people with just a CDL, no experience. So she could come, be home every day and make more money than that. She gets paid per mile, and her employers decreased the number of jobs she is given. And it slowed to the point where she can go weeks without work. Now, does anybody believe that? Okay, look, I'd like to think the press is telling the truth. (laughs) Okay, I know they're not. They lie. They lie and lie. Have you gone weeks without work? And would you stay at a company where you go weeks without work? What 
kind of useless trucking company goes weeks without a load. There are loads. Who would have to go weeks without a load? So I don't know if that's true or not. I know some people sit. I, you know, when I was on the road, I would sit sometimes, usually weekends. You'd sit on the weekends. You'd, you'd get, and I mean sit, I consider sitting where you get a load Friday morning that goes 517 miles and delivers Monday morning. I consider that sitting, all right, because you're there Saturday morning, guess what, and you sit and sit and sit. Okay, so, or you go really slow and you get there Sunday afternoon. Either way, that's sitting. So does that happen? I don't know. They show her in like a sweatsuit too, which I don't like. You know, I just don't like people wearing sweats, tops and bottoms. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. Uh, so she said, when I first started driving, they gave me loads back to back. I was always running. Exactly. Uh, and she says, uh, but where she was waiting, they talked to her where she was waiting to get the truck repaired. Time off that she wasn't getting paid for. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. That's one of the road problems. Right. <laughs> But now it's at a point where they might book a load, then I have to sit for hours or days for them to find me something else. Why wouldn't you go work somewhere else? She wants to stick with the job to the end of the year. Okay, so what? Why? Uh, I'm praying that it gets better. Uh, hopes and prayers, right? Uh, <laughs> she likes to travel. She's going to hang in there. Look, you, there's tons of road companies. You're single. You want to travel, but you don't want to sit around for weeks at a time waiting for a load. There's tons of decent road companies. They'll let you travel all over the place, okay, and still get make decent money. Less than $1,200 a week is ridiculous on the road. Ridiculous. All right. In Indianapolis, where I watch jobs all the time, there are straight truck home daily jobs paying that, where you can drive a straight truck around. All right. So um, there you go. So that is not a great plan. They go back to the first person and talk about, uh, she said when fuel went to 550, which I never saw it. I paid 503, I think is the most I ever paid at the pump. I don't pay for it, right? Company card, but I remember 503. I guess it depends on the, where in the country you were, certainly. She said between that and uh, had to put the truck in the shop, that was it. And so, look, if you're going to be an owner-operator, you need to have money for repairs. You got to have money set back. You can't just go into the business with $10 in your pocket and think everything's going to be okay, When you, especially when you are owning the truck and... Um, you have are running the business yourself. You have nothing to fall back on. The comp, there's no company to to support you. At least I guess in some leases, you have a company in the background to support you. So that's the story on that article. What bothers me, right, is people are surprised. Oh my gosh, they think because the rates are high, I'm going to make money now. That you're always going to make money, and that's the thing of a business. People don't understand what a business is. When you open a business, it's a risk. You're taking the risk. That's why you make more money. And at times, owner-operators made tons of money. No question about it. And good owner-operators always make money. All right, They've always been good owner-operators. And they always figure out a way to make money. But trucking as an owner-operator is a business. It is a business. It isn't anything else but that. And so you have to treat it like that. I, I hear again, because uh, I just had to drop the wife off, uh, at her sister's house so i was listening to road dog and people called in again some guy oh this is not uh, anything but a lifestyle look it's not a, i don't take it as a lifestyle all right if you're going to be an owner operator it's a business and if you're a company driver it's a job all right it's a job not a lifestyle when you start thinking of it as a lifestyle you stop thinking about am i getting paid properly are they treating me well you know oh this is just how this is the lifestyle this is how the lifestyle is that's how companies want you to think they want you to think about, oh, this is some kind of great lifestyle you're living. Look at your lifestyle. 
Look at you got a cowboy hat and a wallet with a big chain on it. I mean, is that a lifestyle? I don't know. To me, I come to work and then leave. Okay, that's it. It's just a job. And if I don't even have to go in the office, I don't. Because I'm not there to see anybody. I saw a video on ad, a video ad about that. And it's a woman. I can't remember the name of the company. I guess it doesn't matter. She comes out and um, she says, hey, drivers. And she's standing you know, next to a truck with a truck number on it. And she goes, do you want to be known as a number? And she points at the number. Or do you want to be known by your name when you call in? And for me, uh, I don't care. Okay. I am just a number to them. And that's at any company. And so I don't care if it's a number. They ask you for your number. Whatever. I don't care because, look, let's just be honest about it. You know, I wish companies were honest about stuff like this. You're just a number. You think if you died tomorrow, what do you think they're going to do? Park your truck on front of the building and bronze it like you see with your baby shoes and never use it again and retire your truck number? No. No, they don't care. They're going to continue to run freighting your truck. And yeah, they might be sad about it. I mean, my, 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 when my dad died many years ago, the company sent a bouquet of flowers. All right. And, uh, but that was from the local, you know, person here who I was, you know, I knew pretty well. I don't know if they, if the corporate even would allow it anymore. So still, it's still just a job. Okay. It is still just a job and i've been here 21 years at one place which for people now i don't even think is a good idea all right i'm gonna do a podcast about that about why staying a long term at a company now is a bad idea so uh that's the story with this so before i get off on tangents which you're gonna find i get off on a lot of tangents and that's very disappointing so if you want to know how to get into trucking the right way uh i can help with that go to launch with mark.com and we'll get you into trucking right we'll launch your trucking career the right way and we'll get to talking about the real things that you should do otherwise thanks for listening and until we have another podcast keep it in the big hole